Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Brewer Market Podcast. I'm your host, Rakshit, and today we have a very special guest. He is one of the most brilliant minds I've come across, at the same time an extremely humble and friendly person. He's an angel investor and the CEO of Fard Network. It's none other than Aditya Arora. Welcome to the podcast, man. How are you? Thanks, thanks, Rakshit, for having me. All good. <laughs> So excited for this conversation and finally so excited yeah. to do this with you. Yeah. <laughs> same man. Same. Like, yeah, I remember the this thing was that I came uh, this thing when I came across you, your profile and everything, I was like, okay, yeah, someday I just want to have a conversation with you. Because like even initially also I pinged you asking like if you want to be a part of the creators program and everything. And that's when I realized, oh achha, this thing, another of my colleague was already in talks with you. I like TK, damn it, I missed that. <laughs> but yeah. Always want to have a conversation with you. I'm glad that's happening today. Me too. Me too. Excited. Let's go. Yeah. So to the people, to the viewers who don't know you, like, I mean, let's just start off with like, just tell us about yourself and like your journey. You've had like some crazy journey. So let's just get into that. Absolutely. So uh, yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Aditya. Uh, uh, right now I'm heading a VC firm by the name of Art, which Structure already told. Um, mm. As funky as the name sounds, mm. uh, our jobs are as, as exciting. Uh, we invest in early stage companies, uh, probably startups uh, which are growing, uh, which are tech oriented and have a potential to scale. Uh, and uh, how we do it is we put in our own capital. And of course, we have about 1200 investors whose portfolio we manage. So yeah, uh, I head that company as CEO and kind of manage uh, operations and look at, of course, the entire day-to-day -day workings of it. Apart from that, of course, uh, uh, I I very active on social media, uh, properly known as the fart guy. Uh, so I create content around startups, uh, around businesses. Uh -huh. And yeah, that's a quick one about me. My journey, I started at the age of 19, yeah. in the CEO at 21. And How do you... How do you get into the space? Because I know that like you come from an engineering background, right? Then how did you uh, like move into the startup uh, space and like VC investments and all these things? Got it. So uh, I come from the uh, like the commerce background. Uh, mm -hmm. I just like for me, class 10 science was tough. So I realized engineering is not for me at all. Okay. Because if, if you find class 10 science tough, you can't take a physics chemistry. <laughs> In, uh -huh. in class 11. So I was pretty much sorted that I'll go towards, of course, commerce. So uh, always had this inclination towards startups. Uh, startups for me was the definition of doing something uh, mm. which is far from the ordinary, right? Something which separates you from what the rest of the crowd is doing because it's not considered as a trendy, cool or a sexy mm -hmm. option. So uh, uh, when I went to a B school, that's the reason I went yeah. to a B school in undergrad because I wanted to explore about startups. Mm -hmm. uh, but as with every B schools in India, you realize that uh, hardly anyone does business there, uh, right? And yeah. you need to go out there and get your hands dirty uh, yourselves to do that. So yeah, just just took uh, the stride, right? And uh, started uh, uh, working on a few ideas. Uh, so I remember uh, my friends, my other friends in. Delhi University, who were, who were, of course, building something, kind of got together with them. Uh, mm -hmm. First idea was around uh, high, high, hyper local grocery delivery, yeah. uh, which, of mm -hmm. course, the likes of Zepto are doing it now, right? So mm -hmm. you wanted to enter in the residentials and households and provide them grocery about, right. about uh, four or five years back. Um, so experimented with that, then started conceptualizing a youth marketing company 
Mm-hmm. Uh, since I had a good brand name on, uh, of course, in in college and of course around around DU circles, uh, wanted to have a youth marketing company where we can help brands to mobilize youth to get app engagements, app downloads, and all this. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, I couldn't couldn't even continue with that. Uh, so was kind of figuring out multiple things, uh-huh. and that's when Fard uh, came into the picture to hire interns from the college, and I realized uh, that I think one of my the best ways to work with a lot of youngsters mm-hmm. is to probably work with Fard and sort of help them cover their stories. So Fard yeah. was a media company back then, right? So we started out creating content for uh, startup mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, covering them. So that was my job. I was interviewing people like this, and then yeah. that's when I heard, heard the stories of more and more people. Uh-huh. I I realized that startups is something way more exciting, <laughs> man. I just got to do it. And then, then how did this happen? Like, I mean, you've had, you joined Fard as an intern and then you became a CEO in six months. How did that happen? Like, I mean, what really happened then? Like, what's the story? <laughs> yeah, it's a crazy story. Uh, yeah. Of course, uh, uh, I think when Fard, I joined as an intern, I was the first, you can say, the employee in the company, right? Mm-hmm. Fard was just about four or five months uh, old. When uh, we were still figuring out what do we want to do ahead with this, we had a trendy, cool name. Yeah. Still, I think we weren't sure of what <laughs> to do with that, right? So, uh, I worked very closely with both of my partners, of course, who are now, uh, of course, co-founders. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we grew together in a small setup. We used to have, of course, lunches together. And since mm-hmm. that was a struggling time for all of us, right? No money and practically, of course, living off your own expenses. Um, yeah. it, it brought the all of us together in one single room, right? Where um, kind of the trust uh, and transparency grew. And when then we decided that let's go out in the public and let's uh, do a lot of events, let's host yeah. networking events, let's meet startup founders. Mm-hmm. That's when I started hosting all of these. Yeah. Since I was mm-hmm. good with, of course, uh, people, I was good with speaking, right? So yeah. I started doing all of that. Okay. And then in the next, in the next, uh, after my internship, I was working part-time in the next about six or seven months. I hosted about 50 events in about seven wow. different cities of India. Right. Yeah. So that's what gave me the exposure. And that's what also instilled uh-huh. confidence in my partners that, okay, this and is the that's guy. that's how the name also stuck, the fart guy. <laughs> Absolutely. That's how <laughs> people used to call, this is the fart guy. Right. And that's why that's yeah. when I, I realized that Fard guy has become like not just like a passing remark, yeah. but has become like say an acronym wherever I go. <laughs> uh, so that's when I counted a term. Now I've taken an IP for it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so how things changed, right? Yeah, how things have changed. And yeah, yeah I think uh, they took a plunge in me that okay, uh, uh since it's a small team, we have to go mm-hmm. ahead. Uh, we need someone with us. And uh, uh, they said that, let's make you the CEO of the company. <laughs> let's see how is how it goes. Uh, yeah. 2018, I was made the CEO. 2019, we shifted to investments. How is, how is it for you, like personally, like because 18, 2018, 2019 is when you were like, say, early 20s, right? Like around 21, 22 year old. Yeah. So, or like 23, maybe. So how... How is that? Like, how did you as a, this thing as a 21, 23 year old, like even like think like, were you having that imposter syndrome or were you like, will I be able to take up, take this up? Like, what were your thoughts? I just want to understand that. Got it. So, uh, and I think now I'm reliving this, that time because 
there was so yeah. much happening then and whenever of course i'm thinking to answer this the kind of memories come to the mind mm-hmm. but for me the challenge was rakshit that uh, a you don't know anything about the 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 industry right mm-hmm. vc industry is something where people say that if you don't have a uh, gray hair you're not yeah. welcome <laughs> right yeah yeah and i had all of them which were black right <laughs> yeah so uh, so i was not sure as to how would i take this up and uh-huh. the challenge was that investment is a very slow process right you pick up a company then you evaluate it then you wait for the investors mm. uh, meeting and then documentation is another hassle altogether yeah so how to cut that time right you can't just sit on for 6 months waiting that you will fund a company and then your revenues also go for a toss hmm so the first task was to bring some innovation in this whole setup so that okay. we can fund more companies and be on the same time learn about startup ecosystem learn uh-huh. about these jargons like monthly active users daily mm. active users yeah. customer acquisition cost right which mm-hmm. i was not aware about yeah so learn about all of that and then execute it right mm-hmm. talk to people talk to investors talk to startups get them yeah. on a common platform together mm-hmm. so the challenge was that on how to do that very very efficiently got it got it perfect and okay so another thing uh, like you were the youngest padmashree nominee and how did that happen and like where were you when you got that news itself like what was going on in your head very fascinating story so yeah. uh of course i as i told you uh, the reason i started entrepreneurship was uh, to help a lot of young people and when i say young people i'm a bit biased but i think that india is a young youth driven country so i personally uh-huh. that's a mission that i want a lot of people from colleges from schools from of course their early years of uh, like corporate experience to come and start their own passion right even mm-hmm. if it is startups or not startups yeah so uh, i realized that uh, how how can i actually uh, reach out to more people right mm-hmm. and that's when uh, i figured out that uh, delhi government was trying to do something around entrepreneurship mm-hmm. right so they were trying to build up a setup where entrepreneurship could be taught in schools and colleges okay. delhi government already mm-hmm. had a happiness curriculum where mm-hmm. you are taught about happiness you are taught about well being and others uh-huh. it was already live in schools uh, uh-huh. in all the delhi government schools and picked mm-hmm. off really really well right yeah. so after that the consensus was let's teach something around entrepreneurship and education okay and that's when i went with them they did an open seminar to get gather some ideas i contact i contacted them through something and just went into that webinar talked mm-hmm. to the team that this is what i want to do right and mm-hmm. just ended up creating that whole structure as well and oh, then mm-hmm. yeah so and when we decided ki we'll teach it through failures right we'll uh-huh. not teach entrepreneurship through success stories right uh-huh. because success uh-huh. is cheap and it's available yeah. on youtube without a premium right <laughs> yeah yeah so so we decided let's teach it through failure stories so uh-huh. once we had that in place i was the one who started going to all of these schools and started talking about failures and getting mm-hmm. all of these entrepreneurs mm-hmm. uh in that place so became like an ambassador represented then delhi government at a lot of business events mm-hmm. right that's how it happened as in i just i just yeah. uh, hung on to them and uh, <laughs> this sort of started to visit schools and doing it yeah. re- later they realized that uh, of course i've done something they kind of recommended it to the same yeah. thing yeah and where were you like for the first time when you heard this news that you've been nominated what what <laughs> what were you doing back then at that time 
I think I was uh, probably sleeping, <laughs> Catch, <laughs> catching some sleep. And uh-huh. uh, when I got this, of course, uh, internal notification, I was very, very, of course, excited and exuberant. He came with love. Your works, uh, your work do speak for itself. Uh-huh. I'm glad that it's coming up well now. The whole scheme is is turning up really well, and uh, in yeah. fact, just taught something exciting with them. So, a lot of exciting what things. Teach? What do you teach? So now what I've, I'm teaching is a lot of basic uh, two, three minute explainer videos on concepts around startups. Oh, so I'm teaching okay. concepts like MVP, prototyping, uh-huh. to all these government school students. And Achha, so excited okay. that it would go out to all the students from class uh-huh. 6 to class 12. So really, is that, really. Is that what you're doing like from on your YouTube channel as well? Like I saw that you had like these yeah. things and everything. Yeah. Are you, so like, you sharing YouTube? those? YouTube is a bit more, uh, I would say, a bit more for the intellectual audience because, of uh-huh. course, I have to be, in, when I speak about YouTube, I have to be a bit more formalized. Yeah. But here, scripting this was a new exciting thing because you're talking to students, right? Yeah. And you're explaining MVP to them. <laughs> them MVP is most valuable player. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to explain minimum viable proposition to them. It's exciting using a lot of examples, making it uh-huh. as simple as yeah. a story, shooting with them. Yeah. Wow, exciting, dude. Then, okay, now let's move into like your expertise, your niche, like startups and everything. I'd like to know, like, so you worked in the startup ecosystem in India, like for a very long time. How is the ecosystem in India different from what it is in other countries like the US? What do you think? See, US is a far more mature ecosystem, right? Uh, If we talk about US, the advents of it can be traced back to, let's say, Silicon Valley, right? The decorated, Mm -hmm. Uh, place right which is mm-hmm. probably a favorite in every web series right <laughs> <laughs> so so that came like the advents of it came in 1960s and 70s right mm-hmm. uh, matlab, of course the whole production of semiconductor chips and everything that, that's a very very age old kind of a concept silicon valley has not has not come in overnight right yeah. um, but in, in india if you look at uh, the rise of startup ecosystem Mm-hmm. It's probably happened after 2013 and 14, where Flipkart, of course, have gone ahead and probably raised international capital, big yeah. international capital for the first time. Mm-hmm. Or companies getting listed, started getting listed for the first time post-2012 and 13. Mm-hmm. After the dot-com sort of uh, burst in around 7, 8, right? After yeah. that, after the Y2K bug, India has seen a lot of entrepreneurs from US coming to India and building great companies here. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that's why the, the, the whole difference is just the maturity, mm-hmm. nothing around that. There are more resources, there are more investors, there are more startups in US. There mm-hmm. is much more education around angel investing, around VC mm-hmm. investing, around how mm-hmm. a venture fund makes money. So all of that is much more advanced in progress, yeah. but it's just a matter of time in India. If you look at, we're already third largest ecosystem. So yeah. I think we are, we're going to be top notch with America in, in the next, I think 20 years or so. Yeah. And you mentioned about like the education and stuff, right? Like in the US, how do you see that in India? How do you see that playing out in India? I know you mentioned like what you're doing with the Delhi government in schools, but that's just like one off, right? Like when you say India at large, do you see the education is on par or like at least getting there? Or do you see it'll take a long time for us to even get there? You see, uh, uh, if you look at entrepreneurship, right? Firstly, Mm. the 
con- the whole perception of it is very backwards in India as compared to US. Yeah. In US, you are respected if you are actually working on something of your own, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in India, मतलब it's like नहीं चल रहा होगा तो कर रहा है। हाँ। Like that. <laughs> Last option होगा उसके पास। हाँ। So मतलब uh, that's it. You since you've already put it at a backstabbing pedestal, you mm-hmm. don't learn about it. Look okay. at any topic, right? Look at look at whatever topics backward topics in India, you would never find that education, right? Mm-hmm. But here, of course, in US, you would find. So I think first the conception has to change, uh-huh. and after that I think the mentality and the whole education is readily available. Resources mm-hmm. are available. Do you think? But yeah, you you need people to drive uh, to, to be the teachers yeah, and mentors. We have yeah. we have to more students than teachers. Yeah, that's that's the research. Do you think these shows like Shark Tank and all is impacting? Because I heard that oh people are getting like I mean especially parents and all are uh, change are like at least their mindset is changing because of shows like Shark Tank and everything when it's come in India. What do you think about that? Oh, absolutely. I think. Uh, Shark Tank and a few other shows have come up as well, of course, mm-hmm. uh, uh, which are driving this change. But primarily, if you look at Rakshit, Shark Tank mm-hmm. is for somebody who's listening to startups for the first time. He's probably mm-hmm. not heard of startups at all at before. All. Yeah, at mm-hmm. all. It's mm-hmm. like he or she's like the beginner, like the beginner of beginners, uh-huh. right? Mm-hmm. So Shark Tank is made for. Audience like that. Mm-hmm. That's why they have these filler videos where they explain what a customer acquisition cost uh-huh. is, what uh-huh. the dilution, valuation, and everything. Yeah. Right. But frantically, that's not practical knowledge entirely as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nothing against Shark Tank, but uh, people when they hear that somebody is selling off their company for as low, like as low as fifteen, twenty, twenty-five lakhs for fifty, sixty <laughs> percent, right? Yeah, people have this assumption that that's fine, that's yeah. ordinary to do so, <laughs> but that's not how it works yeah. in the two sense. Uh-huh. Somebody pitched to me, and after ten minutes, they said, uh, "Is it a pass or is it a yes?" Like it's not a shark tank, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm not on TV. I have to say yes to you right now. It's yeah. a check. <laughs> yeah. So I know, and I heard that like most of these even deals also like don't don't even pan through. Right, like absolutely, uh, yeah. Fifty yeah. percent of them don't. I heard absolutely. Right, yeah. I made a reel on it. My mm-hmm. only reel, which has formally gone into a million views, <laughs> was just this: that mm-hmm. not every deal on Shark Tank gets funded, even uh-huh. if you're seeing it on TV. Yeah. Because after the TV round, there's a due diligence of these companies. Yeah. Huh. And if you fail there, man, nobody's gonna invest in company which hasn't paid taxes <laughs> and is defaulting for the last two, two and a half, three years. Yeah. 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 I know. I mean, like you can say whatever you want, and you can get the deal in the on the show. But then what happens after that is like you never know. Like don't yeah. people don't even talk about it. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are some of the industries that you see in India like that have the potential like? What are the a few industries or companies that you would bet on in the coming years? Okay. Uh, yeah, I think very interesting question, and it keeps on changing with time because mm. so many industries, so many regulations, right? Yeah, everything keeps on happening very, very quickly. But mm. I think for us, uh, the top three sectors that I'm looking at is one is gaming, which I'm very positive towards. Mm-hmm. I kind of have a hunch that it will definitely. uh grow a lot of regulations are expected to come but i think that's good for the sector because it's getting totally. organized yeah. in some way right 
Yeah, uh, I was working now, in a gaming company before this, like before my wow. role. So I know, like, gaming's big, and especially there are so many indie gaming uh, studios coming up in India Absolutely. right now. There is so much potential, and like, I have so many friends also working in these play in this sector. So I know, yeah, what are you talking about? Awesome, yeah. So you know, we've invested in three companies. Uh-huh. That the first gummy gaming company that I invested in was from a Twitter space that I did. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so, so much for content, yeah. but uh, yeah, we are very excited towards gaming. I think that's one space. Second thing that I'm looking at uh, very very closely is climate tech, mm-hmm. uh, because now is when you see, you're seeing a lot of uh, human cry about climate sense in a in a real sense. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of players are also coming up from India. we haven't mm-hmm. seen a climate tech unicorn from india yeah uh, we've seen smes and big ipo listed companies mm-hmm. but i think a startup unicorn is still in the making yeah. so we have of course we've invested in climate tech but openly looking at more companies in that space in the around mm-hmm. the renewable and clean energy space primarily got it that's one thing and last sector that we are looking at uh, i think is a sector of um, Default. I think it's not. It's 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 a more decentralized sector. I mean, I'm not talking specifically Web three or crypto okay. in in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are all digital native. But when I talk about decentralized, it's anything that's giving ownership blockchain. in the hands of users. Yeah. Okay. It, blockchain or call it smart chain or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, giving more authority in the hands of users to make their own mm-hmm. decisions. Yeah. Right. I think that is there rather than being like a central authority and telling okay buy this house mm. or okay like get this loan. Do you think, think that has a potential in India specifically? Think so in some sense. Mm. Uh, longer potential. Uh, that's mm. why I've listed this in the last. Yeah. Because it has to come with a consumer behavior change. Exactly. Yeah. First, firstly, you have to settle. Like you have to move beyond the mentality of settling your EMIs. <laughs> Once you settle your EMIs, then only you can desire of something, right? Yeah, yeah. But I see that aspirational class coming up, uh-huh. where you are focusing more on the experience part of it than the ownership part. Uh huh. No, I mean, I'm just thinking out loud. Like, I mean, there are uh, the percentage of Indians investing in stocks and everything itself is a very yeah. small number. Very, and yeah. when we talk about like decentralized network, it's an, it's an alien thing in, yeah. in other countries itself. And in India, it's like another beast. So I'm just, I was just like thinking like, is it that big? Because I have a few friends who are into the space and like, who are like doing a few things, but they tell me the struggle <laughs> and I know how bad it is. <laughs> It is. In fact, I'm going to Goa for a Web3 meetup only. Acha, okay. Uh-huh. This is a residency program, right? Where all the creators, everyone is coming from outside and staying at one house for for uh-huh. four days. Wow. Right. Okay. So, uh, as a as a VC, the best part is I can be wrong hundred percent of the times. <laughs> I have to be just right some percent of. Yeah. Yeah. So, I can be wrong in this space, but I think yeah, it's worth taking a bet. Yeah, of course. Then what do you think about the edtech space in India right now? Like, I mean, there's so many layoffs, and then Baiju's and all the news that's happening. It even like although they are laying off so many people and they're going under loss, they recently raised three hundred million, and they are going crazy. I, I like, and even Baiju even came out and he said that was that like we uh we cannot make and we're not looking at making profits. I guess. Yeah. So, what do you yeah. think about this whole fiasco that's happening, the edtech in India right now? 
personally, I think uh, edtech is a space that I'm also an operator in some way. So mm-hmm. I look at it from a very different lens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and edtech has been a core dominant sector for us in almost about eight, nine to ten days. We have done just in edtech, so close to twenty percent of our portfolio comes from there. Wow. For me, edtech has like the standard notions of it is has moved beyond from education, right? Mm-hmm. edtech has also become a very numbers oriented game mm-hmm. because there are so many platforms right yeah. now if you talk about byju's you can list out 10 other competitors of byju's right and you can ex- say the exact numbers of it because so much public data is available right ha uh-huh. matlab information has become such a decentralized of course asymmetric thing right that parents also and students also can make better decisions by yeah. seeing which is better right? so Yeah, I think in some way the recession was due for edtech because if you look at edtech, the round happened crazy. Yeah. So if let's say the first round is happening at X valuation, the next round happens at seven X easily, mm-hmm. yeah. even more than that, mm-hmm. and it happens very very quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the thing about edtech which no other space has, especially right? during the pandemic. Right. Especially during the pandemic. Yeah. Right. Because. the it is called as matlab we call it a network network effect in a technical sense uh-huh. but in edtech specifically it grows crazy yeah. so so essentially edtech is gonna have some bit of uh, recession mm-hmm. but uh, very targeted or specific education platforms which mm-hmm. are let's say either uh, building for a scale or either building for some sort of value addition mm-hmm. like an upgrade they may see they may see some success but test mm-hmm. prep or let's say or typical coding mm-hmm. they are matlab at least we have said no to all of them in the last 3 months yeah because even i heard that akash the uh, byju is planning to take akash into uh, this thing with that 1 billion ipo yeah. wrong so yeah. so they acquired akash yeah. for 1 billion <laughs> and they take akash ipo for 1 billion yeah. so essentially what they're doing is they're covering the loss of the acquisition yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so i mean do you think it has peaked do you think edtech has peaked and like i mean during the pandemic and now it's just going to go down or do you think it can go back like will it go back to the same peak that it had during the pan- pandemic or will it just come very close and not that high i think it has uh, some sort of peaked as well and see if you are running a school yeah and you say that uh, you are a principal right Mm-hmm. and teacher comes to you and says a uh, parent comes to you and says why did my child score, score so low <laughs> and you said we taught him through byju's courses <laughs> <laughs> right yeah the immediate next reaction of a parent would be i should send my student to byju's or why am i sending to your school right uh-huh. so schools also have that brand because they have to up their infrastructure game yeah they are charging lakhs of rupees in admission fees and no god knows everything from parents Yeah. So they also have an ambition to, of course, change their whole infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And with this whole accreditation thing becoming so strong for schools, the mm-hmm. competition between schools is also getting more fierce. Yeah. So yes, schools will move away from the online platforms also a bit. In mm-hmm. COVID, it was a necessity, yeah. but now it's not. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So the option choice has gone away. So yeah, I think some part of it would go away. But mm-hmm. yeah. in india every market you have such population right which is growing at 4 or 5% every year uh-huh. still have education which will never go in recession yeah right? education is always going to be there especially in india uh, yeah. especially yeah absolutely yeah. so 
like what do you think about content creation as an industry for startups like what are your thoughts on that because there's so many people who are moving into that space now and especially because of the pandemic like it's like like it's taken off right what do you think about that space as an industry the right time to ask, ask this question i think so much is happening in the content yeah. industry right yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah matlab practically see all the content creators i think yeah including me as well right when mm-hmm. i speak for all all of them i'm including myself yeah i was just thinking this thought and discussing because of course you know instagram sort of did this blessing on all the creators right totally because yeah. we got saved right uh gave us a blessing in a boom right a blessing in terms of of course reels paying yeah. you finally and yeah. boom in terms of course suspensions and sort of removing followers removing followers so and so with twitter right with the subscription finally yeah. becoming officially <laughs> elon musk tweet <laughs> yeah $8 first it was 20 and now it's 8 and then i don't know what's going to happen and like anybody can buy the blue tick yeah so imagine an elon musk clone account with this yeah. almost the same name <laughs> with a blue tick copying elon musk tweet and becoming elon that's such a crazy i like paid dollars for it if i have to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if if i could do the next lord musk on twitter that that's a thing in fact somebody asked on his tweet as well and he was not able to answer huh. so 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 that thing apart content industry in a sense is dependent upon these platforms right <laughs> because the entire supply chain lies on these platforms Yeah. If these platforms go through, you are not sure, right? Yeah. Or if it, they become inaccessible to a certain set of creators, mm-hmm. right? Then you face a backlash because, mm-hmm. of course, you also work in this industry. You know how yeah. closely the creators are connected, right? Yeah. So, so one is I think creator economy is getting monetization, which is a good thing, yeah. right? Uh, but the bad thing or the still the uncertain thing is regarding the whole uh, infrastructure uh, sort of irregularities too exactly. even sebi's mm-hmm. has even sebi's crackdown is yet to happen right where mm-hmm. they are saying that we are looking looking out for creators who are giving unsolicited financial advice right yeah yeah so Also, yeah. what do you think about uh, like I mean, Twitter as a platform right now with all these changes and with all this ruckus that's happening, people are leaving the platform, and uh, like even automotive industries also stop running ads on the platform. Like, what do you think about Twitter? Do you think Elon Musk is going to like I mean make Twitter a much stronger platform for creators and like Twitter is going to go up, or do you think like? like i mean it's just a lot of noise as what elon musk usually does in general uh that's a very good question yeah and i'm letting that sink in uh, <laughs> the literal sense <laughs> so uh for me i think uh, what the initial signs have shown that uh-huh. elon is has a task at hand mm-hmm. he's he's worried about the dropping surge of users and the active users in twitter yeah he is worried about the dropping monetizations of twitter Money. right because mm-hmm. twitter's only monetization strategy was the ads. billboard strategy ads yeah. right and even twitter ads are now becoming bit cost twitter ads like the costliest to run yeah. and secondly they are becoming inaccessible as well uh, yeah. to some some parts of the country as well some mm-hmm. parts of the world as well mm-hmm. right so his first question to even parag agarwal before of course the 
firing him or of course him leaving the company was uh, how much did you do in the last week right to grow twitter so i don't think he's that worried about creators that hasn't yeah. seen in his statements he's never used the word creators even <laughs> so Yeah. I have only seen subscriptions, monetization, yeah, masochism, <laughs> right? <laughs> I have only seen those things. I haven't seen like him talking about like the content piece of. He's yeah, about the commercialization piece. But do you think that will uh, drive away people from the platform because of uh, such uh, the thing because of Twitter going more towards money or like that's uh, that area? Uh, I think yes, some part of some part of it would already drive drive down because one thing, in fact, if I was discussing with other creators is also mm-hmm. after Elon has taken over, uh, has taken over, the engagement rates of creators has also affected massively. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's if you look at well, personally for me, so I have looked at it because now it's very hard to get like. <laughs> on the trending section and to get your tweet viral out yeah mm-hmm. just for me i've seen like with every damn creator <laughs> out there their engagement rates have dropped massively yeah on uh-huh. on twitter so we are all discussing what has happened all of a sudden our content has not become bad or it's not that we are posting something alien right uh-huh. so i think yes he has done that uh, mm-hmm. with 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 something so content creation is going to get i think even more tougher with the bots mm-hmm. also getting removed through and some bit of impurities to happen i think engagement rates are also going to get affected then do you think i think sir particularly he hates my startups topic <laughs> that is something i have realized why <laughs> why do you think so <laughs> because when i was earlier creating content on start, like tweeting on startups i was like i was like literally getting high engagement every single yeah. every damn day yeah i know right? but now it's been ipsy tipsy like yeah. last Like yesterday, I got like the highest engagement altogether on Twitter. <laughs> But apart from that, it's been an ipsy tipsy ride. Uh-huh. If I don't talk about IITs, I'm not getting engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I think even uh, this space, right? Like, I mean, NFTs and uh, crypto yeah. space. These tweets are doing like, I mean, you try, you do what, you write whatever you want, you get a lot of engagement. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. in in NFTs, so you're getting more because the avatar on NFTs has also become live on Twitter. Uh-huh. So the push is there. But on startups, so I think he's had a crackdown because there was one survey question on, do you think that this uh, startup space should be there on Twitter? Wow! And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why that was the survey. I answered yes, but I'm not sure about <laughs> other people. So, but so. then do you think this would mean like other platforms uh, will have an opportunity to like, was that lure these creators like I mean Instagram, LinkedIn, and all the other places? uh i think yes i think insta is now uh, sort of going ahead and doing something meta has done a lot of is doing events now done did a creators day in bombay yeah. i think is doing one in delhi as well yeah. right spotify is also doing right creators is also crazy content platform mm. yeah yeah spotify is, is is coming down hard who if you look at and like we talk about all international platforms who if you look at from an india standpoint huh. who is also doing good has done well so alternative platforms are opening up i think definitely mm-hmm. and uh, i think tiktok the talk is to get it someday back again and fit comes it's going to be an explosion again yeah for sure like i mean i i don't know about you but then i personally find tiktok very cringe but yeah. if it comes it but hey, it's going to explode of course like i mean of course, every, from the creator standpoint 
ஸ்டார்டிகுல <laughs> i think signs of it we are already seeing uh mm-hmm. with that uh, for us as well we yeah. haven't gone ahead and invested in many companies as we did last year mm-hmm. uh, similarly to other vc funds as well their total number of investments this year is almost down by 70% right mm-hmm. from last year uh so recession is i think some part of it is already coming through but it's going to affect more in the later stage okay. where you're raising more capital mm-hmm. because a person who would invest at a later stage mm-hmm. would also invest in a stock market as well mm-hmm. and since markets have t- turned bad they would invest very conservatively in a startup yeah right but for an early investor like us we are investing out of our own balance sheets right so we can still make those adjustments here and there mm-hmm. but somebody who's taken let's say large money from let's say an nbfc or a bank or let's say a trust or whatever a government institution mm-hmm. they would face the brunt of it and that's why late stage capital is almost down yeah. by 40-50% in India. But mm-hmm. early stage is still picking up. So now we are getting back on track a bit. But yeah, 2023, I think is that is going to be an even tougher year than 2020. What do you think about jobs and everything like in this space? Uh, like how will how much of an impact will jobs and careers and everything have in India? Yeah, uh, of course see everything is interlinked so if yeah. a company is doing bad right the first thing they ha- they fire is the human resource mm-hmm. because that's a cost that's in your hand yeah. you can't lower your marketing budgets on, in one day right mm-hmm. because you've already put that in marketing spends but you can fire people in one day of course uh-huh. right practically you shouldn't but of course nobody stops you from doing that exactly right yeah. so 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 i think yes uh, hiring has to of course go go affected but uh, i think it's a balance of both. so people are getting fired but also if you look at people going ahead and joining startups will right you, that uh, will openings be there as much do you think so not because as much i think yeah. it would be mm-hmm. a bit disproportionate because mm-hmm. uh, for that to open you need india to also produce more number of startups yeah uh, that rate is not i think picked up at that pace we wanted it picked up from mm-hmm. 2018 when government introduced okay certification of startups let's define what a startup is huh. but when you once you looked at a 2018 to 19 to 20 mm-hmm. you looked at the three years in comparison it did well but then after that you looked at 2021 22 23 personally mm-hmm. for me it's staggering because it's hardly grown by 10% year yeah. year on year mm-hmm. right so yes i think hiring will get affected uh, since you need specialists now you don't need generalists Yeah. and yes firing is you can't stop it that's an inevitable so yeah i think that's human resources is going to be a bit of a challenge but if you have a talent man i think you'll go out there and get it of course yeah you can be the next intern to see you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can be the next fart guy <laughs> so i mean like you've invested in multiple companies and you've exited multiple companies right so what were some of your key learnings and what what is something that you would like to share to early stage entrepreneurs got it uh so one thing i've once for me and mm-hmm. that i want to share with all the entrepreneurs out there is uh the entire bet is on founders right 
if i'm loving a time with that i'm spending with a startup founder i mm. kind of ignore that what the space is what numbers are what yeah. revenue would be in 2025 because mm. that just like made up maths right maths can change overnight mm-hmm. so uh, it's investing in the founder so so like go out there and like grind and hustle right matlab when i say hustle learn about the industry you are in mm-hmm. talk to founders learn from their experiences what are some of the qualities that you look at like when you you're mentioning about startup founders like what are some of yeah. the qualities that you see okay yeah, this is someone that i like i think the first one that i do is their understanding of whatever they are building uh-huh. like that's the most important thing uh second for me is team building like mm-hmm. even like even before i would say most of things team building comes in because even let's say you are the best of knowledge you have an iq of let's say 110 not even more than that right but if you can't build a team out there you can't yeah. build a startup right so how do you build a team how do you set the culture because yeah. we were talking just about retention right so how do you set the culture how do you retain mm-hmm. your people yeah that's that's a critical component that becomes important and third thing for me is i think the confidence and body language mm-hmm. i'll tell you one crazy thing so a lot of startup like we follow this activity and it's yeah. a hack but i think i've revealed it pretty in public is whenever i go to a founder meeting right uh-huh. i set it up in a like we said we meet in a cafe or something or in a hotel whatever yeah on another table like we sit in a table on another table is a is a man who's from my company only okay. right is a person from my company whose task is to just observe the body language of the other person sitting with me on the table uh-huh. right <laughs> and then like i ask various questions so i of course tell my volley of questions to them right uh-huh. so they are in sync with whatever the discussion is going on uh-huh. right so i ask my volley of questions and they observe right the exact body language the movement of the feet right how much they do yeah. things actually like, sometimes <laughs> play a role because it tells a lot about where the founder is lying or where the founder is actually not confident about things yeah 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 that's Makes a sense. hack that we follow so huh. for for us it's about the body language as well matlab if you're lying you get caught up on it that's a deal breaker for us yeah <laughs> and like most of the like i mean now that you've revealed it in this and i'm sure like in other places like people people come prepared have you seen that happen they like acha someone's going to be sitting over here or here ah after i think i revealed it in one of the podcast earlier a founder came to me and like check the entire room yeah you with us are you with us are you with us are you with us so but it's kind of funny but yeah now of course they have a lot of of course with this content coming through they have a lot of information about how investors are companies so they do come prepared but i think we have to level up our game as well as we exactly <laughs> so we have to come up with new challenges every day yeah i'm not going to reveal the new challenge that we have no of course yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so which investment has been the best one for you so far like that's like it's your favorite so far uh yeah i think it's very hard to choose the best baby among, uh-huh. like all the babies <laughs> I think the one that has like you always <laughs> have your favorite child. Come on. <laughs> In terms of, see, I'll tell you, I'll not give you diplomatic answer. I'll name two mm-hmm. companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, one from the closeness of heart because that was our first investment. It was a company called Clear Deco, which was in lens, uh, which was selling eyewear glasses to tier two, tier three audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we invested in them in 2017. Okay. just recently they did their uh, first institutional level raise a series a right uh, company has done tremendously well uh, gone ahead and raised 
capital from founders of OYO, from so many other folks out there. Uh, from an emotional standpoint, that's a more emotional sort of investment for me. That's done crazy, yeah. crazily well. Yeah, they go. But if you look at the returns, I think I can't even lie about it. Everybody knows, right? It's Blue Smart for us, uh, uh-huh. which is a cap company, which which is a EV's first cap company. We invested seven million dollars in them uh, in roughly around 2019, 2019-20. That company is now uh, almost raised two fifty million dollars. Right, wow. uh, has has become the second <laughs> second largest investment, second largest investment in EV space after Ola. So, uh-huh. yeah, that is a company that has done crazily, crazily well. Wow! Uh, oh, I'm I'm surprised Ether is not in is not anywhere in the this discussion. Ether is so uh, Ether is but hasn't raised a two fifty million dollar kind of. Mm-hmm. Ola Electric did two fifty three million dollars. Mm-hmm. Ether. Uh, Hasn't done. Ether has still waiting for the next big round. Blue Smart is doing a two fifty million. Wow, awesome! And is there any company that you regret? <laughs> I'm sure there are some. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you put your uh, no ownership child children to an orphanage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, I'll not name the company, of course. Uh, yeah. That would be, but a company, of course, did not work out for us. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't invest a lot. It was more like a debt, a structured debt to the company, not more of an equity investment either. Uh, but of course, we could recover the debt also. So what happened uh, then? Like, I mean, like it was a company what? in the it was a company in the tea uh, uh, tea franchisee space. Okay. Where they were setting up QSR quick service restaurants mm-hmm. in uh, tier two, tier three cities where people can come up and actually consume tea and mm-hmm. light snacks with it. Something what Chai Point is doing, Chai yeah, is yeah. doing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but at that point in time, I made a massive mistake. I thought that tea is such an easy business, but tea is such a hard business yeah. because on a ten rupees tea. You don't earn anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> you have to sell almost five, six lakh cups of tea just to get to a break yeah. even where your cost meets your revenue. So uh, this other person that I work with, like Shashank, he has his own uh, like this this tea kind of business. It's called, and he's from a tier two, tier three uh, city like Dindigul in Tamil Nadu. So okay. he has like some. Two and he's setting up his third location now. It's called Sivasakti Foods, and they're doing like these tea and like small, uh, small setup where you can come and you can have tea and you can have local food and everything. So I know, like, it's very hard. <laughs> very hard, <laughs> very hard to build that business. And uh-huh. into well, yeah. Okay. So, and what are some of your three key learnings that you've had in your journey that you would like to share to startup founders? Uh, great. Uh, hmm. I think one is uh, be very uh, original. Like don't, for the sake of investments, don't try to be something which you aren't. Right? Don't fake it till make it because <laughs> that gets easily caught with investors. Uh-huh. Right? Be original, even if it's not working out. Tell us. Right? Mm-hmm. That's one thing. Take the help. Sometimes investors help you. People think that investors are just like banks. Right? They want their money back. It's not like that. We want to work with the founders. That's why we are investing in. Yeah, that's one thing. Uh, I think second thing is uh, prevention is better than cure, right? Mm-hmm. Except that okay, this will not work out, mm-hmm. and we like quick to say no to that mm-hmm. rather than waiting and hoping that this will work out. Mm-hmm. Because not only 
कैपिटल इज इन्वॉल्व बट दिसिस और दी होल स्ट्रक्चर ऑफ द कंपनी चेंजेस वंस बैड डिसीजन इज टेकन सीन कंपनीज गेटिंग ग्रेट कंपनीज विद ग्रेट कैपिटल गेटिंग शर्ट विद वन bad decision which which never they never got the time to reverse that yeah so that's there and i think third is talk to your customers that's the biggest validation totally. right yeah. whatever a vc is telling you is good yeah. but a vc pays does not pay you for your products or does yeah. not add to your revenue exactly. right yeah right so whatever customer is telling you that is like god thing right we are okay. building it for them yeah right you're building it with our money but for them mm-hmm. so essentially you have to hear what they are telling yeah. what we are telling every time right? totally so focus on your customers spend time with them it's exactly okay. like i mean uh, i mean you it's not just validation but you get to like understand so much about like your like what you might you might be thinking acha like i am doing this but then your customer might be thinking in, this, uh, in a completely different way so like as a marketer itself like i mean the your the way you position your product your messaging and everything you can learn about so much just by talking to one person like your customer absolutely absolutely there's a reason we say that customer is the king right yeah. that's a quote that like uh, that has stood the test of time right mm-hmm. so i think focus on that okay now let's talk about content creation since you've been doing that as well so i mean has uh, like i mean has content cre- you've been creating content for a very long time right from that fart show that you've had like long years ago so what are your goals with respect to creating content like what are you trying to uh, like what are you trying to do is it just personal branding or like what what's your goal yeah uh, so for me uh, uh, content creation was never in the picture as i told you earlier as well yeah. it was something which like, in covid i got the time and kind of realized that start creating content on startups uh-huh. just creating some reels and everything right reels came in back then right in around mm-hmm. covid so that i started but initially I, uh, for me it was i think i started with cora so the mm. old fashion creating content yeah. where i used to vent out my feelings I've seen right that. like when i was <laughs> when i was reading up about you i saw your cora as well I'm like damn you've been there from that time <laughs> yeah so with cora then i installed like not a lot of people know i was cora uh, started doing a lot of meetups right mm. uh, uh, we started doing it before cora thought that let's do meetups right we started doing it in delhi we had done 35 meetups before cora wow. that led to global meetup right so uh-huh. we did first ever global meetup which was the most attended meetup i think in uh, all of the world right we did global uh, meetup in delhi so we did a, yeah so cora uh, did a global meetup in Achha. all parts of country at the same time uh-huh. we did ours in delhi okay we had mm-hmm. uh, so we had almost 200 folks 250 folks which came up in wow. like the scorching heat of delhi Yeah. right we did. so that's when i think i realized people content creation a lot of uh-huh. it the genesis of it my whole career started uh-huh. and i took that to linkedin right mm. started creating because for me linkedin was my partners are okay create content on linkedin because that will help us get business yeah <laughs> that will help us get startups uh-huh. be active on linkedin uh-huh. and i i used to have let's say a, a like a friendly battle with my 
पार्टनर की हाउ हु हैज हाउ मेनी फॉलोअर्स आई थिंक वी ऑल स्टार्टेड विद दैट सो आई वाज ऑलवेज लाइक एडिंग पीपल सीइंग वेयर आई कैन क्रिएट कंटेंट दैट वाज ऑलरेडी देयर राइट ऑफ कोर्स नाउ तो वी हैव गॉन ओवर दैट गेम नाउ ही डज नॉट आस्क हाउ मेनी आर योर फॉलोअर्स बट दैट वाज दैट वाज द एक्चुअल लाइक द कैमराट्री वाइब इन मी and uh-huh. then when i of course i was creating written content which was doing decently well mm-hmm. i realized uh, let's take it to a video format and started i was anyways doing events right mm-hmm. i was doing a lot of physical speaker sessions yeah. so i started posting about it on social media and then i realized that now bolna to seekh liya hai to really bana lete hain so that's how i started yeah awesome and what are your goals like i mean like do you have anything particular in mind got it uh i think uh, for me ev- now every platform has a different goal matlab mm-hmm. content has also become such dynamic and the form of content that i'm posting yeah. like is different i'm not like repurposing content everywhere uh-huh. right I'm, like creating different co- content pieces for different platform mm-hmm. uh uh so for me every platform is a different goal for twitter i'm just there to have fun <laughs> I know that okay. I'll post about it. I'll post about bits. Pillani. I know I'm there for fun, right? Yeah. I'm not there for a lot of things. I'm just having yeah. fun, not uh-huh. there for a specific purpose. Uh-huh. On LinkedIn now, I have like become much more, of course, organized because content touch uh-huh. has been doing massively well on LinkedIn in the last mm. month or so. So I become much more organized. That okay, it has to be fun plus research, right? Mm-hmm. Where my goal is to connect with people as well yeah but now that inspirational slash motivational role has also come in in the hindsight mm-hmm. ki people are looking at your content Haan. right uh, and doing it matlab abhi i just did a session iit uh, it bhu i just went like one mm-hmm. and a half weeks back and i really i'm matlab and i'm making this up a uh, student from it bhu had made a group right okay Of mine, where they post my content pieces and discuss about that. What? Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they told that this is there in Bits Pilani as well. This is there in IIT Bombay as well. This is there in IIT Delhi as well. Wow. <laughs> where there are groups of mine, they're discussing my LinkedIn posts. They're discussing yeah. my tweets. Right. I hope they discuss my reels as well. Talk <laughs> my reels. <game. laughs> But how is that feeling? Like, I mean, how do you feel? Like, I mean, when you heard that this is happening, this must have been like. uh very like i mean like motivating feeling also for you right like to create it is more. it is and Look, surreal yeah, feeling it, as well yeah they how they introduced me in it bhu was so today we have aditya who's called the fad guy his today's tweet was it's easier to find a girlfriend than find a, it's a to co-founder for your startup so <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> 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 So like damn they keep a tab of my tweets as well yeah. they keep a tab of my linkedin post as well then yeah. okay aditya posted about let's say how startups how it's are faring in terms of unicorns yeah. and startups how different it's are producing different uh-huh. unicorns and aditya is posting about that so you should know uh-huh. right? so now it's become a motivational slash education that you are delivering in the right piece mm-hmm. and now i'm spending more time on creating that content mm-hmm. so the goal is that and instagram mm-hmm. again is yeah now instagram role i have evolved much more because okay. earlier to grow on instagram for startups that told you as well was the hardest because a it's a very technical topic right b uh. is you hardly find any audience for startups on instagram uh. you find meme pages right but 
I can't post memes. Right? <laughs> I run a VC firm or God damn yeah. yeah. I don't want the founder to get offended by my meme and not take funds from me later on. Uh-huh. <laughs> so for me, Instagram now is I think more, more of course tutoring now. It's coming in the same role where I'm starting from scratch. So mm-hmm. today I in fact posted a video on how to apply for funds from Startup India seed fund scheme. Right, mm-hmm. so more more getting back to basics. So now so it's very basic because that's what's working. Like I mean, like the audience there also want want just like very basic stuff. They don't want very, very technical stuff. Very right. basic. Then yeah. focusing now on okay aesthetics. <laughs> and how do I deliver written uh, content? That was not the piece. Just yeah. wake up in your shorts and just write it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, how's YouTube? Like I mean, what are you doing in YouTube? YouTube uh, uh, has been a big bag for me because okay, it's a long form content, so you need to produce a lot of content videos before you actually get that mass critical mass yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, that's thing. And YouTube is a whole startup in itself because yeah, you yeah. have you need to have a full house production team. Once you get that, okay, you need to have a content writer who writes long term <laughs> videos, and nobody I found who's like understood startups in that way. Yeah, where it's get, it, it it should be taught in that way, mm-hmm. and even if they have, they haven't found out a way to tell it in a simpler manner, mm-hmm. which a YouTube audience would enjoy. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm still not given up, but again, yeah. I've taken a pause. I think I'll take back and see how I can do more. But mm-hmm. once Smarty and Dani, I have integrated my YouTube links on other platforms. <laughs> till the meantime, you can follow me on YouTube. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, keep building your audience over there. What's that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, like, how is creating content helped you in your investing journey? Because you mentioned like I can't create uh, like memes. A person wouldn't want me to like uh, would get offended by that. Like, have have people actually? And you mentioned like your further single that you invested on a company in while on a Twitter space, right? Yeah, so yeah. has uh, like what? Do you have any story as such? Like yeah. creating content has helped you. And that in fact that was the gaming company that I spoke about, uh, Esports yeah. Exo, which has now become one of the market leaders in the space that they are in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think it has helped me. Uh, mm-hmm. Not in terms of course, get from LinkedIn perspective, of course, it's helped me get a lot of LPs for my companies huh. right? uh, where people would want to understand about angel investing, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, we've converted a lot of investors through that. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's a good thing that has happened from an Indian perspective, as was expected, right? Yeah. So that so my company gets very excited whenever I post out something on LinkedIn, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. right? Uh, from a uh, other standpoint, how it has helped is one is uh, it has given a lot of contact structure for me as mm-hmm. well. Like, it has taken the fad guy name to an international level as well. Mm-hmm. But like, just before this, in fact, I did my high book. Quite excited to tell you, I did my first LinkedIn audio session room today. Oh wow! Huh. Yeah. So I did it with Disruptors Capital, where it's a foreign-based VC fund, uh-huh. right? The very big VC fund in 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 US, starting out in India. How was um, that experience? Like, how was LinkedIn it was audio? Good, you know, it was so yeah. seamless. Well, I'm not endorsing know, LinkedIn. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't found this seamless experience in any platform that I've done an audio live with. Yeah. Yeah. So very seamless. So. Now, but the people are recognizing from international areas as well. I did a mm-hmm. lot of international clubhouse rooms as well, mm-hmm. so it's given me an international distribution. 
mm-hmm. uh, and fard is going international so in any time plug away international contacts and that yeah. so from that it has helped me instagram i think it's not helped me because <laughs> barely find anyone yeah. quality oriented there so uh-huh. <laughs> so but yeah it's i think it's helping me i will up in some way or the other the benefits of it sometimes even i may not realize mm-hmm. true yeah how it is helping but i think one one thing i'll tell you yeah we did our first event in bombay right yeah. after in 7 years we never did our event in bombay uh uh-huh. the and i did not realize that a uh, lot of people would come there through my content to meet me at least but it helped the company that 200 people do- joined for our very first event wow <laughs> that's that's massive yeah so even if line i know how how did they got to know i was coming to bombay but it helped the company <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to get no, 200 people exactly <laughs> like i mean that's 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 influence right <laughs> yeah yeah and most of them of course are influencers too help the company so much <laughs> right so i think it's a good thing matlab you don't realize how much yeah and uh, so what is one learning that you've had as a creator uh many uh Mm-hmm. uh one is uh, that uh, content creation is also bit of a science right <laughs> no matter we say ki bas khade hokar record hi to karna hai huh. but it's not just about recording at the end of the day people who say that i create content for myself yeah. bro you're lying 110 percent well if you have been creating content for yourself put that videos in private mode on youtube exactly don't post it on public yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make it an unlisted video uh-huh. right or do us instagram only me feature right yeah <laughs> uh-huh. no offense to it but at the end of the day we're creating it for public we're creating yeah. it for public and we want good engagement to come out of it mm. which is which should be the case because we're putting it so much effort yeah. we are paying pause editors are editing oh, the whole team is involved there's uh-huh. not just there's no one person there's an entire team which goes behind a content piece right exactly so yeah so one is anal- it's very important to analyze your content time to time mm-hmm. yeah. because what may be working for you right now may not work let's say a uh, few years or few months a month later. down the line actually ha, months down the line because yeah. content has become such dynamic exactly. and monotonous content uh, content gets picked up very very easily yeah right unless you come up with something exciting about iits every now and then <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah. so analyze your content uh-huh. and uh, take your learnings from it whatever you can and mm-hmm. sit and discuss with other creators matlab mm-hmm. there's no harm in discussing it with it matlab at the end of the day are theek hai competition se zyada ऑफ there's some abundance of like anything ha ah, absolutely matlab collaborate absolutely yaar yeah. matlab you look at lifestyle bloggers right you get yeah. millions of views like you have you can name 10 lifestyle bloggers who get 10 ah. million views every yeah. now going to the same right? place 
same place. They'll all go to Goa and they'll get they'll get a million views because of their like the different things that they capture, different things that they showcase. There's so yeah. much you can do. Yeah. So much, man. So much. Yeah. Well, you can cry over a cricket match and make make <laughs> millions of followers around it. So, I know. The Pakistani guy, huh? Mobile Sake Bright. Huh? Huh? So, I mean, there's so much you can do in content, but yeah. yeah. Okay, before we end, I have a fun game which I forgot to bring right now. Just give me a moment. I'll just bring it. Yeah, yeah. Just give me a moment. Okay, perfect. So. Yeah. Before we end, I have a fun game in which I have a few cards. I'm going to shuffle them, and I'm going to ask you a question, and you have to answer whatever card that comes up. You have to answer in twelve seconds or less. Okay, there'll be like five questions. That's it. Okay. So I'm going to flip cards, and whatever question comes up, uh, like you just have to answer that. Name it cards with Ram. Cards with Rakshit. That's <laughs> called Rapid Brew. It's called Rapid Brew. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, name one album you could listen to without skipping a song. I think uh, it has to be uh, Backstreet Boys old songs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that on loop. Love yeah, man. yeah. I mean, I could just sit. I could play like old pop songs and like I mean, like work all the time. Absolutely, <laughs> every song. What a band! What a. Which band. is your favorite song from Backstreet Boys? Like, I mean, from the. <laughs> of <band>. course, <laughs> I want it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why. <laughs> and I sing it with the uh, with the Jake Peralta. Ah, sort of exactly. <laughs> oh man, chill, little chill. So she like that. Totally, dude. Okay, so what's Uh, what advice would you give to your younger self? Uh, invest in better people, mm-hmm. uh, and take care of your own mental health as well, which I kind of did not. You know, of course. Yeah. So yeah, invest in people who are genuinely care about yours, your growth, uh, and your new work. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, do you have anything like on how do you identify such people? because there are so many people out there like yeah i think comes with spending more time mm-hmm. uh comes with situations right where of course a person supports you mm-hmm. uh, your work first right your priorities whatever your priorities are that i think it comes with time right you get Got the it. test of time yeah okay next one what's one skill that you are known for uh stand up comedy <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> i wish i would have been known for <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's one something you wish you would be known for okay all right yeah <laughs> are you doing that like on the side uh or yeah, you want to do I, that side by side i'm incorporating it in my sessions like uh-huh. i did my own pieces tonight on this podcast right <laughs> with the base yeah. i delivered that punchline yeah <laughs> I do. So. Yeah. Okay. Ne. Okay. Um. Uh, okay. Not this one. I have another one. Okay. What's one of your personal quirks? Uh, quirks. I mean, a little bit of a bit of quirks. I love like something that you habitually do. 
अच्छा Yeah. Okay. What's one trend that you hope never comes back? I think you mentioned TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So you don't want that to come back. <laughs> I personally don't. I don't want Puneet superstar to create more content. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, totally. That is that is Instagram page called Emo Boys India. Oh uh, God! I just, I just see those TikTok like old TikTok content over there, and I cringe. It's too much. I so yeah. Either it has to TikTok or some real song, which hmm. has probably eaten my head a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. Okay, like fun. One final question: What's your favorite small business to support? Favorite small business? It could be a type, right? Yeah, type of business. Huh. uh i think for me favorite small business is uh which uh gives food uh i think food is another cause ap- apart from education that's closer to my heart mm-hmm. that i work oh, with a chai <laughs> yeah uh, and <laughs> yeah. i worked with this company called feeding india which got acquired by zomato okay. uh wow. very interesting mm-hmm. so they were basically kind of uh, collecting waste or uh, leftover food from marriages in- distributing mm-hmm. it to people i think food for me is something because when i realized that if you don't have food in your stomach um, a lot of things don't make sense to you yeah yeah makes sense so okay it was amazing having you in the podcast we got to i got to learn a lot personally and like we went deep into content creation startups and your journey and so many other things and had a lot of fun like with your jokes about iit and this <laughs> bits pilani and everything <laughs> so what are your closing thoughts before you end do you have anything that you would like to share to the viewers i think it was such a fun conversation did not realize that we were even speaking right we were doing a like a podcast podcast yeah. uh-huh. i think if this is how a podcast is done i think we should have one every week <laughs> <laughs> it's it kind of mm-hmm. got off so relaxed after a long stressful day so totally. yeah i think uh, uh, to everyone who's anyone who's watching it and everyone who's watching it right mm-hmm. uh, uh what i just want to say is that uh, don't just like Skip this podcast for the skip for for just like what you do with Spotify ads. <laughs> Go ahead and find something from whatever you 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 learn. Right, you, you mm-hmm. spend time listening to us all the way up till here. So find any one takeaway you had and just go out there and share it with people. Because I think personally for me and like for Akshit as well, I think we yeah. would we would all be delighted if. it helps you in some way or the other right that's the okay. reason for which we all chat yeah. together today kudos to you and love always the discussion with you yeah thanks man always and if people want to find you where do they find you uh find me in some iit lock lock right now find me in some iit 
सोशल मीडिया इज देर काइंड ऑफ द फार गाय नाउ आई चेंजिंग माई नेम Instagram handle name uh, my yeah. own handle's name to social to fardgai now that i've taken an ip for it as well uh-huh. so yeah i think you can find fardgai everywhere <laughs> fardgai everywhere fardo yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so totally. and yeah. the single listeners if you want to like i mean follow us follow us on brew your market hit me up like just ping me and ask me any questions feel free All right it was fun talking to you and i'll see you all in the next podcast bye bye